when we begin thinking about building a lookbook or a portfolio or a small body of work that we would share, whether online or with potential clients via email, sometimes the biggest challenge for us as designers is editing, editing our own work, what to include, how to make the right choice and selection to give the most impact with a limited body of work to get the clients interested. You're listening to the Print Live Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of The Print Life Podcast. I recently did a live chat with a friend of mine, Rebecca Ruth, on Clubhouse, all about building your online shop, building a landing page or a website. And one of the things we touched on that I found to be a really great question and really important when it comes to designers curating and selecting what work we're going to share, whether that be an online lookbook, a portfolio, or even a few pieces that you select to share with a client via email to pitch yourself or to apply for a custom commission or anything like that. Often the biggest challenge for designers is going to come down to editing knowing when to, how many pieces to include, when to edit something out, what we can change to offer a really nice, well-rounded selection, what clients are looking for, and how to start thinking about offering variety, right? And there's a lot of key factors that go into what you should consider when putting together a body of work. Number one, are you communicating your basically your best skills when it comes to design. If you are really good with watercolor, you want to make sure that you're featuring watercolors and that you are coming across expressing and sharing with a potential client base the things that you are best at. This is how we begin to become a go-to in our niche. This is how we begin to build brand. And this is how we begin to establish ourselves in a specific area of the industry and start to really have some impact with our handwriting is by really trying to choose pieces that you think best express your unique point of view and your unique skill set. So that's number one. When we go through our work, before we choose the pieces that are going to be in that lookbook, in that portfolio, do they communicate to potential buyers or clients or studios what you are best at? What lights you up? What kind of work do you do well? What do you want to be known for? What kind of prints do you really enjoy doing? That should be number one. Not just what body of work have you done most recently? What did you post to Instagram that got the most likes? Or what do other people like? It's really what kind of work do you want to continue to do? Because if that's the work you're featuring, that's more of what you're going to get. So that's number one. Number two, 
Are we making sure that there's enough variety or does everything kind of blend together? And there's a lot of different ways that you can give variety to your work. And that is either in ground color. Oftentimes when I'm reviewing portfolios, that is the easiest fix to add variety is to change up your ground colors. If everything has the same ground color, it's going to all sort of blend together. And this can be said in a portfolio as well as in an online lookbook or even in JPEGs that you're sending over to a client, though I don't recommend doing that. I do recommend a PDF portfolio, an online lookbook, or a password protected lookbook. And changing the color of the ground, changing up the color of the motifs, just so everything has a little bit of variety can often give your portfolio a lot of impact. Another way that you can add variety is in scale. When you step back and start looking at your work, are you noticing that there's variety in the, the scale of the motifs or is everything kind of the same size? I would highly recommend choosing a couple pieces to reduce the scale and choosing a couple pieces to keep at that mid scale and then choosing a couple pieces to go big on to add that impact to the portfolio, add some dynamic um, when we're looking at things to make sure our eye is moving around. And will this also come down to layout of your portfolio? Yes. So thinking about variety of ground color and variety of scale will also be determined on how you're laying out the work. Is it in a grid on an online shop? Is it in a lookbook on a landing page where everything is side by side? Or are you merchandising it on the page of a PDF portfolio? So if you're in a PDF portfolio or even in an online lookbook, you would want to lay things out so the work that's next to each other is giving some variety and movement. So when I look at your work, my eye kind of wanders around and doesn't get stuck anywhere and also feels like it's moving around the page and there's a lot of um, impact and it's feeling very dynamic and there's a lot of color change and it's feeling very exciting, right? Those are ways that you can add variety, the scale and the ground. Merchandising is a really important thing to think about. And if you're somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience with merchandising or you're not sure what that means, um, it's essentially the way that we lay things out together so that they communicate a story as a whole, right? So I used to do merchandising in department stores and in, in retail stores and in even small boutiques. And merchandising is such an important part of the sales process. The way you merchandise your work together could very well make or break a sale. It could make or break the way a client feels when they look at the work and whether or not they reach out to you. So merchandising could simply be the way you've laid out a few inspirational images along with the way that you're laying out the work next to the inspirational images. Merchandising can also be in the way that if it's just your work and you don't have a mood board or any other inspirational images and it's just the work being represented, you would want to merchandise it in a way that you would imagine walking into a store and seeing how the store is laying it out, whether on a mannequin, how does the outfit work together? What else is on the table? What else is on the rack? How is it being highlighted in your store, AKA your portfolio or your lookbook? How is it being 
what kind of feel am I getting from looking at the way that you've set them up next to each other? Oftentimes this can be in mix and matching prints. This can be in making sure that our colors are what I like to call denim friendly. I think things that are denim friendly work really well in your portfolio, just as well as they would work on the sales floor of a department store. And all that means, and this is a really good test that you can do at home is go grab a couple pairs of jeans, light wash, dark wash, medium wash, and print out some of your work maybe in little swatches on paper at home and lay them out next to the denim. And if you think, ooh, that would look really cute with a pair of jeans, chances are your color palette is really strong. It's very commercial and it's going to work really well for you. And the way that your prints lay together with the denim is what we call like denim friendly. And all it means is that for the most part, people, when they shop, right, we're looking for things that we're probably going to pair with denim. I would say like, 60% of the time, right? Um, so having a color palette that works really nicely with denim is always going to work really well for you. So on your portfolio, you're going to want to think the way that you're laying prints together. And again, this could be with color. This could also be with scale and it could be in print mixing. So if you have a ditzy, a larger floral and a plaid, those three might look really nice together right? Or if you have, you know, a really cool watercolor gingham and a watercolor ditzy and a watercolor geo, those might sit really nice together. So it's really about playing with your work until you get these combinations of prints that you think sit really nicely together. And if you were to print them all to a dress, a top, a pair of pants, whatever it is that you're designing for, imagine it at a kiosk or on a dress form or on a table in a store and put it together in a way where they'd be next to each other and then change up your color, your scale, and your layouts so that they work better together. And that's essentially what merchandising is. And it can be a very important piece of the puzzle when we are communicating to our clients who land on our page how well we have trained our eye how well we're able to design for the needs of our market and how well we understand the end use of what we're designing as well. Even if you're designing stationary, let's say, and you have a collection of floral prints that you envision on perhaps a coffee mug and a journal and um, a planner and something else and envision it on a kiosk. And how would you see those all working together? Or do you just see one and then a solid? Or perhaps you want to show a few different color options and how those would work together. If you had maybe a fall color palette and a spring color palette, maybe you would keep those in separate areas instead of merchandising them together. So this gives you a lot of space to play. I highly recommend if you are able, if you have a printer at home, to get some nice Epson paper and even if you print small like four by four swatches of each of your prints so you're only using like one piece of paper very minimal you know ink waste and paper waste and print out one nice big sheet of these little squares and cut them all up and play with them sit down and play with your work and start merchandising things together make notes of how you're seeing the scale is it working do i need to play with the layout 
Do I need to add another ground color here? Is everything blending together? Is there some impact? Is there some variety with scale? And you'll really start to see things from the perspective of the buyer, which is what we're ultimately training our eye to do when we put our work together to pitch it to clients, right? It's really a matter of training your eye to see your work through their lens, not just from our own critical eye. So I hope this has helped anybody who's interested in piecing together a body, a small body of work for a client, for your online lookbook, for a portfolio, or even to start curating some pieces in your Instagram feed to begin building brand. It's a lot of fun to start exploring and playing with your own prints in this way so that you can start making notes on what's missing, where to fill in, and where to make those necessary changes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Print Life Podcast. If you're ready to take the guesswork out of building your own website, landing page, or online shop, head over to lesliecanahan.com forward slash links to learn more about my free training, Websites That Work. See you next time.